Good morning, Tuesday, March the 7th, 2023. My name is Jay Cleveland Payne, and this is Things You Might Have Heard. We're going to bring you yesterday's latest in information, politics, current events, and pop culture to get you started on your day today. Now, what we're going to do for you as your news side piece is give you a bunch of stories, eight to be in particular, that you actually told us were cool stories. You vetted these stories off the bat and told us that these were the best stories to talk about. Did I ruin it by picking them at random from the top 15 and probably missing out the one that you really want to talk about? So if you're seeing a story or hearing a story that you like, let me know. If you're not hearing a story that you thought would be here, let me know. If you're not hearing a story that you don't think we're covering enough of, let me know so we make sure it's in there for the voting. We'll explain how all that works out in a bit for the vetting process, how you get a chance to upvote the stories that we get a chance to possibly talk about. Right now, let's talk about our website this is a conversation project.com and you can go there and find out more details about the conversation project it saves about a minute of me yakking here and about two minutes in the middle of the show talking about stuff there so let's move on with our lives and get on with the news today eight stories vetted by you and of course curated by me story number one is this one we start off with this one right here and it is a miss fogmore fogmore eviction say that three times fast King Charles will apparently offer Prince Harry and Meghan Markle an apartment building, apartment at Buckingham Palace, a place to stay. So what does this all mean? Who's the, what's the point? What's going on? Frogmore um, Castle, Frogmore Manor is a house that is essentially where uh, the Sussex, the Duchess, student Duchess of Sussex get to live in while they're, you know, in that role. However, comma. They are limited dukes and duchesses because they've abducted basically all their actual royal work. So Prince Charles or someone in the royal family has decided they need to move out. And in fact, there's some other princess who's apparently already living in the in the castle, moving their stuff out already. Which means if Prince Harry and Meg, and Princess Meghan come to um, the UK, they've got no place to officially stay. They'll be offered an apartment in the Buckingham Palace, apparently. And if they come to coronation, that's where they will be to move on. If they don't come at all, we shall see. Harry and Meghan talk is always a hit. This was the top story in the day when we popped this in there. The fact that they are being offered an apartment because they're getting kicked out of their house. People love to chat up. Not They don't love them personally, but they love to chat up Harry and Meghan. I can think they like Harry, but they really don't like Meghan. On both sides of the pond, oddly enough. Here's the next story. Four U.S. citizens missing after being assaulted and kidnapped in Matamoros, Mexico, FBI says. The updated version of the story says that this is all a case of mistaken identity. Now, here's what happens in Mexico. Americans go to Mexico all the time, and if Mexicans think they have money or cartel people in Mexico think they have money, they get kidnapped and abducted for ransoms. Here's a case where a woman named, like, um... Uh, Latavia Washington McGee uh, went down for a medical procedure and was accompanied by some friends, Zindel Brown, Shahid Woodard, and someone they just called Eric. And they got across the border and they basically mistake them as someone else, got kidnapped, taken in, and what's really, really weir weird, odd, and very, very sad is a, a just a random bystander, a Mexican woman, got killed in the assault of the kidnapping. We'll know more about this one as, as the days go on, but uh, the State Department is working their ways to get these people back from uh, the Mexican drug cartel, the Haitian drug cartel, to be uh, exact. Um, they just looked like they might be going for something and <coughs> mistaken identity. 
cartels thought they were the target. We are praying for the safe return of all those. And of course, thoughts and prayers to the um, family of the woman who was killed in the assault. Two dead and stampede at Glorilla concert in New York. Sorry, can't read the day. Gorilla concert in New York. Authorities say people were surged towards the exits at the rap concert happening essentially two days ago. When this first story came out yesterday morning, it was one person killed in the stampede. Stampede. Another person had to come to wounds from the deal and during or later the day. Uh, Ikea Hayes said she watched for, for her life flash for her eyes and she didn't know what was going on until she got up and moved around because she was just being pushed around. That's just one bystander in the robot notes have here. Police found three badly injured women in the auditorium and one died at the hospital. Family and friends and colleagues are devastated. Another person died at the hospital later as well. Mayor Malik Evans called for the fatal stampede totally unacceptable and promised a thorough investigation into the venue safety measures. Glorilla tweeted that she was praying for everybody okay. This happened at a... um. Rochester, New York, uh, basically, our, um, you know, armory, a basically National Guard army, big old empty space that they had the concert in. They're going to check out the venue for concerts like this as well. And, you know, obviously they'll check out the artist in, in question and what happened there. Making sure there wasn't any sort of like crowd pushing, any, any sort of, you know, rush from the crowd because the artist was hyping people up. They, they have to do that. So they have to do that. Here's a story that's a bit of a hit scratcher but really isn't. Serena Williams' father, Richard, defends Will Smith over Oscar slap and says he doesn't feel sorry for Chris Rock. Richard Williams defended Will Smith for slapping Chris Rock at the 94th Academy Awards last year. He talked on the UK morning show, Good Morning Britain, because they like him there, uh, and said that he didn't feel sorry for Chris Rock in all the back and forth. This, of course, coming off of Chris Rock and his... Um, Netflix special that aired over the weekend when he finally got a chance to say what he wanted to say, at least in comedy terms, about the uh, the slap incident. And, of course, Williams gets to talk about Will Smith because Will Smith played Richard Williams in the movie King Richard a few years back. Um, and that's the real connection. Mr. Williams also believes that Will Smith should have his Oscar ban lifted because he's Richard Williams. Hodakabi returns to today after Hanley Dutter's health matter. Hodakabi has been off the Today show for quite some time. In fact, this is becoming a trend a lot for many of the anchors on all the morning news shows. Every time that um, Michael Strahan's gone for a day and a half on, new, on Good Morning America, everybody thinks he has another job. Robin was gone for a bit dealing with things. Um, uh, Al Roker was gone for a while because he was ill. Uh, Hodakabi was gone for a while because her daughter was ill, dealing with an illness from her daughter. She is back, brought to a bit of tears as Van Guthrie sort of welcomed her back, back to the more or less normal going on. And while this is going on, of course, Savannah Guthrie is being sent home because she's testing positive COVID-19 live on the air, which turns into a Saturday Night Live split uh, skit live on air. Uh, we are de definitely uh, grateful for the safe return, Miss Copy, and the safe um, tidings we have, the, the good news from uh, after her daughter dealing with her health issue. Let's move on to the next story. Russell Brand's rant about MSNBC, Rachel Maddow goes viral. This is one that has been stuck around for a while. This is something that happened later in the um, in the weekend. So now we're going to talk about it because it's, you know, barely at the cusp of what's going on here. Russell Brand, who owns multiple multi-million dollar homes, accuses fellow guest John Heilman of hypocrisy for criticizing Fox News from 
within the castle of MSNBC, citing his own infamous appearance on the channel's Morning Joe program a decade ago in, as evidence. Brandon cried MSNBC's treatment of podcaster Joe Rogan's promotion of M advisor medicine as a COVID-19 treatment, claiming that the drug is an effective medicine but being referred to as horse paste, that's his words, by enthusiasts. And Brandon compared MSNBC host Rachel Maddow's incorrect incorrect description of how the COVID-19 vaccine functions to Fox hosts appearing airing apparently apparently airing conspiracy theories about President Joe Biden's 2020 victory over ex-president Donald Trump uh, that the conservative network stars refer to as total BS and man mind-blowing nuts poorly read there but basically what happened is Russell Brand went on um this parts that are skipped out there. Russell Brand went on with Bill Maher over the weekend and um, he was sitting on a panel with John Heilman and just kind of pointed out that John Heilman, um, you know, you know, his stuff, his, his random stuff about on MSNBC and what he says is really bad. The stuff that they said about uh, Joe Rogan was kind of bad. And Rachel Maddow is not so great, even though if people who love the show or love the network to say, think all those things are the repeat. Russell Brand is one of these oddities uh, that um, you're not sure why people are listening to him, but he's entertaining and he has a following and people want to listen to him, much like Joe Rogan. Uh, people will listen to what he says and he says it in an entertaining way, much like Rush Limbaugh. And you're you're you're. I won't say your grasp of the truth, if you will, but your your leanings towards the truth, uh, how things go here, there, who you want to listen to, make a difference in who you want to go for to listen to. Russell Brand, much more entertaining than Rachel Maddow. And in this case, Russell Brand saying he's much more informative than said Rachel Maddow. Gavin Newsom announces California is done with Walgreens due to abortion pill. The group of attorneys general sent a letter to CVS and Walgreens saying that if they sold uh, my Superstone, they would be violating the Comstack Act. Walgreens said it sent a letter to each attorney general confirming it would not sell my Superstone in their states, but still plans on becoming certified to distribute the drug elsewhere. After Supreme Court overturned Roe versus Wade, Newsom vowed to protect women and health providers. He also said California would continue to be a safe haven for women seeking reproduction, reproductive health care services. As Walgreens and CVS, Yes, they're the same people. I've decided they're not going to have this drug and not going to have it available in California. Newsom is saying that California will not work any actual contracts, any workings directly with the company. Ease, we call them too. And finally, SiriusXM to cut 8% of workforce, eliminating 475 jobs. Now, the joke about SiriusXM, every time you call to cancel, giving you like a year for free plus uh, a koozie and a shamwow, is this something that people kind of joke about because they do what they can to keep people on the books. But guess what? The numbers are numbers game is coming uh, to a, a fruition with the layoffs impacting nearly every department across Sirius XM coming from CEO Jennifer Witz in a memo to staff yesterday. They've been reviewing cost structures, cutting since November, trying to keep things down. And right now, 8% of staff is 475 people. In the grand scheme of things, that's not a lot of people if 8% is what you're doing. But if that's all that's running SiriusXM, there's not a lot of folks behind the curtain there at this point. And, you know, I always shed a tear for media jobs when they're lost. Anytime a media job is lost, they don't get reclaimed. They don't get brought back. When it's cut, they don't reappear because the way media works, you need less people to do the function. The more people you have in there may add more flavor, may add more spice, may add more to the product. But you don't need as many people pressing buttons anymore. 
And that's the sad truth of the media business right now. I had two of those. Interesting. Let's go to, um, or maybe I didn't click it because I couldn't see the screen. Let's go right now to our teaser story, which I can see. Uh, this is serious, different. You know, yes, it's seriously different. It really is. But the headline we're actually talking about is January 6th footage released by Tucker Carlson shows a different side of the Capitol riot. Now, I um, was busy yesterday and didn't chance to see much of stuff and posted this as a late story for this morning. So I don't didn't have a chance to go over a lot of the stuff, but they did see some of the reaction in some of the news coverage this morning. And what I saw in a big clip of it was um, a part of a report that he Tucker is narrating that has Officer Brian Sicknick, who, of course, died uh, the next day from injuries of the of the January 6th. After things are sort of being cleaned up, at least it looks like it's after things are sort of being cleaned up, walking around, just sort of cleaning things up, saying, looks like nothing's wrong with this guy because Tucker Carlson's an asshole. And so the, and so this family sent on a statement and they're saying, like I said, I've not seen any of the reports. I just kind of refuse to watch Tucks these days. Uh, but we're going to have a chance to talk about this if you deem this talk about worthy. Not grammatically correct, but it literally is what it is. Go to our feeds on Facebook and Twitter. This is the conversationproject.com slash, oh, I'm sorry, facebook.com slash this is the conversation project and twitter.com slash th underscore conversation. You can also go to our main website and look for links for the feeds. You can see them if you're watching the video. They're right there in the top right corner. Um, where it is or it might be left i think i'm inverted uh you can see those links to see where you can find out about this stuff we post news stories every 50 minutes this one is going to post in about uh 20 minutes or so so it's not out there yet but many people have had a chance to watch and 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 kind of go through and just evaluate what's going on i didn't see a lot of news stories going deep into it in my aggregators this morning because people are going to take some time to kind of work with this plus i'm sure he's going to milk this all week long and that means we have all week long to chat about it, if you deem this worthy. Now, quick talk about our sponsors. We're going to do it really quick. We want to talk about AppSumo very quickly. AppSumo is a website that can allow you to get great deals on great stuff, uh, programs and software and things that can help you with your productivity, help you with your creativity, help you get things done, things to help your business, things to help your personal life. Stop by AppSumo. This is the conversationproject.com slash AppSumo is where you get it. This is a conversationproject.com slash AppSumo. That's A-P-P-S-U-M-O. Various deals on various different software packages. And most of them are lifetime deals. You buy it once, pay one fee, and you use it forever with all the updates going forward. Or there may be a year's introductory realm into something that will get you into this thing for a good price. Get it started as they're trying to build their 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 base of customers. Or there's also trainings and also learnings and also schoolings and things as well. And other things that can help make you money via AppSumo. Check it out at this. It's a conversationproject.com slash AppSumo. AppSumo is an affiliate of us. So as you buy things from them, we get a little piece back from AppSumo. Tell Noah you said hi. I said hi. You said hi. Everybody should say hi to Noah uh, at AppSumo. The Conversation Project at this is a conversationproject.com is the home for things you might not have heard, and many other things going forward. So very quickly, because we're running low, low on time, stop by our website to find out all the ways you can get this program here, whether the live video, recorded video, podcast, or newsletter. Find out different types of newsletters and different types of uh, videos and podcasts we produce as well. And we're asking you every day in the May, every day in the month of March, getting May confused, uh, to just uh, consider helping us out. 
Go to this is a conversation project.com slash partnerships. And if you deem what we're doing, you know, worthy of partnership worth, think we're giving you some, some good content, some value here. See if there's a way that in the links there, you can partner up with us to help keep things going. We're going to ask every single day this month. It is our pledge drive month. We're looking to add $200 of extra revenue every single month. So we're looking for people to uh, make subscriptions to total up to at least $200 to help things go on. We want to hire uh, a person to help with some of the editing. We want to get some more gear. And we need a little bit of extra cheddar to make it work, to be honest. We thank you so much for being a part of this. And if you can't not contribute, make sure you're sharing and watching and doing those things. But if you can help us out just a tad, we'll take every tad that you can help us out with. And now. The fun part. Today, things you might not have heard. Starting off with birthdays for today. We are spotlighting Brian Cranston turning 67 years old on the day. As long as, as well as Wanda Sykes, who is turning 59. And we're giving love to poet Amanda Gorman, who's 25. Also on the list, who did not make that list, Rachel Weiss, who is 53. Jenna Fisher, 49. And Laura Prepron, who is, you know, I guess back on the whole, um, 90s show thing uh, is 43 years old on today. We also celebrate cereal day because yesterday it was, you know, one food today. It's another food. We're going to stick with food because food is simple to celebrate cereal. Everyone universally loves cereal. Even if they drink it, eat it cold, whether they want milk in it, whether they want yogurt in it, whether they want lots of fruit chopped up. You can also celebrate sportsmanship day. Peace Corps Day. We talked about the Peace Corps being established. Uh, 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 po plant Power Day. Not Power Plant Day. Plant Power Day. Not sure what that means. And Unique Names Day. If you want to do that. I'm saying stick with cereal. You can't go wrong with cereal. Today in history, in 1987, Mike Tyson became the youngest heavyweight boxing champion when he beat James Smith. In a 12-round fight in Las Vegas, Tyson was only 20 years old the first time uh, the baddest man on the planet showed just how bad he was onto on a reign of terror in the boxing ring and a reign of comedy afterwards. Of course, he had to deal with some things first, but this guy is spiritual and funny, and it's weird that he is. 1992, history's largest crepe was baked and flipped in Blofarthen, South Africa. Yes, it was 41 feet 2 inches in diameter. An inch and a half deep and weighed 5,908 pounds. And I heard was pretty tasty. And back in 1998, a Minnesota judge ordered tobacco companies to release 39,000 secret documents that might contain information on how the industry studied ways to lure children as young as five years old to smoke cigarettes. Yes, kids. Joe Camel was a way to get kids to smoke cigarettes, to at least get them indoctrinated that smoking was thing. Smoking was cool. And at some point in time, you should smoke. Not at five so much, but at some point in time, you should start smoking. At some point in time. Now, one more thing you might not have heard. Let's face it. Some people are just creepy. You can't quite put your finger on why the guy is giving you the heebie-jeebies, but you know he is. Enter researchers at Knox College, because we need research on this, who surveyed 1,341 people to try to nail down the concept of creepiness. They decided to study the concept when uh, he realized everyone in the world, or scientists realized everyone in the world, poorly written, not by me, but nobody knew quite what it meant. Everybody, everybody realized 
They used the word creepy, but nobody knows exactly what creepy is, so they decided to look into it. They asked people to rate different behaviors on a creepy scale. There's a creepy scale. One to five. Some things were considered creepy are clearly pretty skeezy, like wanting to talk about sex too much, for example. But some are just physical traits we may not be able to control. That creepy feeling is an emotional reaction when it's unclear whether something or someone poses a threat. It is unpleasant and it registers somewhere between disgust and fear. And remember, if you creep, just keep it on download because no one else is supposed to know. I've had that song in my head for like three days now. I finally got a chance to do something with it. Thank you so much, TLC and Psychedelic Furs for their cover as well. I am out today, Tuesday, March 7, 2023. Thank you so much for going through this rambling, shambling, bambling version of things you might have heard. Uh, make sure you are liking, subscribing, sharing with other folks, and stopping by our partnerships page if you deem us partnership worthy and seeing there's some ways that we can get together to make this thing work out a little better. Stay hydrated, stay limber, and stay on task for all the grand things you, yes, you, are here to do for the world, including for, for me. Being here for me is cool, but there's someone else out there who needs you for some stuff, so go out there and get that stuff done. Trust me, they need you for that. In the meantime, we are posting new stories every 50 minutes, including the one that should be out there now about Tucker Carlson and his views of the alternate views of security footage from January 6th. Let us know what you think about it. Let us know what we're going to talk about it because you, as we say, do the work, the heavy lifting, and build the stories up. Thank you so much. Let's do this again for Wednesday.